to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. Right before, right as we started the countdown to start the show, a burp came up, and so that I hesitated before I started. And I think it's because I, I drank both a glass of Sprite and a cup of coffee before doing this, which... Oh, okay. That's a note to self, don't do that again. Defo thought you were going to say, I drink a, a glass of Sprite and a cup of milk, and I was going to vomit <laughs> all over my computer. <laughs> yeah, I just had a bunch of Sprite and milk. <laughs> my signature cocktail. <laughs> mix Disgusting. Them, mix them up. It's, <laughs> it's my, new, my new favorite drink. Uh, milk, like, triggers me. <laughs> Don't like milk. I call Not it. a fan. Carbos de leche. Oh my god. That is vile. That's so nasty. Oh my god. My Nope. Absolutely not. Alright. So we've got we've got some a bunch of stuff that we're gonna talk about today. This is an, an exciting edition of Downtime with John and Emily. A version of the show that we haven't done in a long time. Yeah. When's the last time we did this? Um, was like... <laughs> the last time I was leaving the country and we yes. didn't know whether we would ever be able to record ever again. Yes, 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 yes. So it was like enter this position. October or something. Yeah. No, it was September, I think, but it, it went out in like October or something. Right. John and I are in this <laughs> position once again uh, that I have put our podcast into that we don't know. Uh, as I go off to venture into Africa, when uh, downtime will be able to be aired or happen again. So we're trying to get ahead of that curve by pre-recording a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, uh, thank you for being along on this wild ride with us. We're very excited. Well, I'm very excited to go to Ethiopia. Um, and happy to do my best to continue the podcast while I'm there with limited internet. It'll be an adventure, but... I'm excited, so you should be too. Yeah, as listeners. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we we appreciate you you bearing with us. If uh, so, yeah. So this is this is gonna be our one of our how to suggestions episode. We haven't been receiving a lot of suggestions. So if you no, if you do have suggestions, like you should by you should Hemsworth. send us your your how to suggestions. Uh, to downtimesubs at gmail.com. Uh, but yeah, so the ones that we did before were suggestions, and these ones are more like our, our doo-doo garbage bin uh, that, we, that we have of our own ideas uh, that we're, yep. we're going to be pulling from now. Because these are, these are sort of ideas that we collectively uh, have agreed that are not great for a full episode. But and... we have some stuff to say about each of them. Right. Yeah. So we're going to roll through a, a bunch of them. Uh, and we're going to try to... So so get ready to learn. Put your put Buckle your thinking up. caps on. And, and get ready for an educational ride to the moon. Okay. Excellent. The first thing on our, on our little list here, our how-to list, is how to keep plants alive. Mm-hmm. Now, John, what has been your success in the past with keeping plants alive? What's um, your track record like? Slim to none. 
Is that appropriate? Um, uh, maybe. Turn a phrase for the situation. I b- poor bad. Have you ever tried to keep a plant? D plus alive? at best. I have. Mm. Uh, one time, my uh, I had a a choir director give me an orchid as a as a Christmas oh. gift for the end of the Christmas season. That's a terrible season. Christmas present. <laughs> yes, it was uh it was not good. And this was at the end of the school semester also, so I had a lot of traveling to do. I don't know if you remember this is when you were still living in Brooklyn and I brought a bunch of my apartment stuff to your place and I I had to stay there for a bit before I went back down south. Yeah, I and that. I had this orchid just in the freezing weather, just chilling in my car, and I tried to keep why it alive. Wouldn't it, you, why wouldn't you bring it into my apartment? I, I don't know. Wow, that's rough. Yeah. Uh, so, needless to say, that York that plant that didn't I last have with me. a month. That's horrible. Yeah, it makes me really sad. Rip. R.I.P. Plant. I tried to bring it back to life. That's a terrible uh, Christmas present. It was to in, be fair in to vain. you. It's like, hey, guess what? Here, Merry Christmas. Here's a really difficult, like, here's a notoriously a, here's a chore difficult to plant to take care of. Yeah. Here's a chore. Every Saturday, put an ice cube on this plant. <laughs> like, here's, who can remember to do Here's that? a bunch of botanical research you now have to do. Yep. That's why I, the plants that I have successfully kept alive, there are a few that I am proud I kept alive. I had a nice little gardenia that bloomed. I thought it was dead and I brought it back. Um, currently trying to bring back a, um, a, I like to think it's hibernating. Right. Uh, elephant ear. And then I also have like two succulents that I'm taking care of. But I also actually gave away plants for Christmas. How's, how's your plant going, John? My plant? The plant I gave you for Christmas. Um, gave me a plant for Christmas. Did I give you a plant? You I did give like me I a, plant. a plant. Yes, I did not. And everyone got a plant. I had to come back up on either a train or a plane, so I did not bring it did with Sam me. Did Sam take them? Sam took it. She's probably taking very good care of it. Good. It might still be alive. Either that or her mother is taking very good care of it. I mean, it is a spider plant. They stay alive like pretty much through anything. And then I, yeah, and then. Currently, the reason I thought of this was I'm currently struggling to keep tomato seedlings alive. They're so sad looking right now. And I I might cry. I'm very sensitive right now. I have a lot of emotions. And just looking at these poor, wilting baby plants that were previously doing so well, I don't know what I did. I didn't change <laughs> anything. And they have just decided to expire in front of my eyes. And it's really disheartening. And I don't like to see it. So... I wanted to do how to keep plants alive to maybe sort of embolden myself and bolster my own spirits a little bit in the hopes that these to I think I'm staring at them right now. You little fuckers better hear me and perk the hell up. So that's that's step one. I'm not about this. Emily's just demonstrated her first her first step is to yell intimidate them. Yep. They're you can't help them if they don't want to help themselves. That's true. So that's, Number one. That's a good tip. Number two. Classical music. Oh, I was going to say hard rock. Okay. Classical music. Wasn't there, there was an actual study on that, wasn't there? 
So somebody put a bunch of different plants. Cool. Also, like, uh, what was it? Yeah, I think classical. They liked classical uh, music. I think they liked any music. And blasted things in the greenhouse at the same time, yeah. And then I think the things that plants didn't like were no music, and they didn't like verbal abuse. Like, so my first one maybe was not great, because I believe part of that experiment was literally just recorded ver verbal abuse of the plants. Just played on a loop. And no one likes that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No one likes to be... So I would like to encourage them. Maybe that's why they're dying. Oh, my God. Because you keep yelling I haven't at them? Been, I haven't been yelling at them, but I have been podcasting in my room. <laughs> <laughs> so that could have something to do with it. So <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't play your podcast in front of your plants. Don't play this podcast in front of your plants because apparently it nope. doesn't turn out well. <laughs> Well, downtime with John and Emily minus John is bad for plants. Maybe downtime with John and Emily finished product wow. is good for plants. Maybe we're just strongest when we're together. We're, and I, it's I a, like to think that we are. It's an equal and opposite forces. It's a yin and yang. You need both. Yeah, you do. I am the 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 chaos portion of yin and yang. Yes, no one no one was disputing that. Yeah. No one, no one can do chaos like Emily does chaos. <laughs> and, you know, if if I have to take pride in it, I will. If that's the only thing going. All for right, me. I think we covered plants. That's oh, that's okay. the best suggestion. So that's how to take care of plants. I think we did it. That's plant one hundred and one. We didn't mention water or sunlight. I feel like both. Everyone of those are fucking knows that. Everyone knows water and sunlight. I don't Look need to tell you to water your plants. Just like, okay, succulents and orchids once a week. Everything else pretty much like once a day. Cactuses. But not a lot of water. Water them all the time. No, don't, no. Eat them. All right. What's next? What, what was next? Oh, okay. Uh, next up is how to age gracefully. How to age gracefully. I see this a lot because I live in pretty much a retirement community. And... <laughs> And I see a lot a of people retirement community gracefully. called Polly's Island, South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole city, town thing. It is made for old people. Mm -hmm. So old people flock here. Yes. And I see a lot of old people. And I have old people that are in my yoga class, old people, right. that are doing awesome. Whoa. Like, they, they kick my butt at yoga every, every day, you know. Right. We go in there. I went, in, I went to yoga this morning. I went. To, I made it to yoga at 7.30 in the morning. I was super proud of myself. And I get in there, and it's me and a bunch of senior citizens. And it's because their bones are so weak that they're just malleable now. They just bend right in half. It's amazing. <laughs> right? So these old people, I go in, and I'm thinking, wow, this is going to stink. This is not going to be a good workout, you know? But maybe take it in your as part of your practice. Go slowly and really make sure you do every pose the best. Make it the best pose that you can do. I did not have to worry about because it was hard. Like, <laughs> these old people were jamming, you know? It wasn't the hardest class I've ever done uh, because my Monday night class is full of beautifully fit, the, the most gorgeous... <laughs> 
live men and women I've ever seen in my life. There's only about six of us in the class, and the start of the class is always with Angie. She's this Pacific Islander yoga yogi. She's four foot ten <laughs> and built like a small mountain, and she just <laughs> destroys me every time. And then I stand up next to her, and she's like at nipple height for yeah. me. She's tiny. And yeah, she crushes it and me and my soul and life and everyone else in there is like, look what I can do. Puts foot behind head or goes in these crazy binds or she, she says at the end of the practice, she's like, oh yeah, well, okay. If if a headstand is in your practice, now is the time to do your headstand. Oh, Oh, okay. Oh, so, oh, headstand. Oh, now. I guess I'll just sit here like an idiot. Oh, I was... I was going to – I'm going to wait for later probably to do my headstand. Don't um, get me wrong. A headstand is 100% in my practice, right? right? Yeah, Just yeah, like yeah. not – You know, now. I actually – I did it beforehand. I, I warmed up before yeah. before class because I figured we were going to hit the ground running. So yeah. don't worry. Don't you we worry about my headstand. You, yeah. That's – we're good here. Oh, yeah. We're so good. So step yeah, one, so, yoga, I yoga. guess? Yeah, because okay, because because there's the yoga class old people, and then there are the liquor store old people. And I'm not <laughs> saying that they don't that there isn't some overlap in that Venn diagram because this is a very small town, and there are old ladies who come into the liquor store and go, "I recognize you from yoga," and I'm, okay, cool, excellent. You and there are there are some old people who you see pulling out a flask in the middle of yoga class. And that's yeah, just that how some it. people enjoy their exercise. So, yeah. But I had one woman, we offered to carry the bags to the car. Because there's no way we could succeed in this community if we did not go above and beyond for old people. Right. You just have to in Polly's Island. So, we offered to take this woman's handle, half a gallon of scotch. Right. And she goes, no, no, I'll take it my, uh, myself because I'm 90 years old and this is how I stay young. Not only By carrying bottle, my she, own giant she, jugs of alcohol to my own her car. her jug of scotch over her head and goes, this is how I made it to being this old to me and my friend <laughs> Jessica at the counter. Like, we I don't, I don't so, know if you mean drinking copious amounts, she, lifting no, she a lot or scotch. both. She's not the only old person who has told me they have made it this far by drinking specifically scotch. <laughs> specifically. Everyone else, wine drinkers and bourbon drinkers and all that, they know have what you... they're drinking is killing them. But the scotch drinkers are convinced <clears throat> that the reason they are as old as they are is from, is from the scotch. Yeah. Have you ever known a Scottish person to die? I don't think no. so. No. They're all still roaming around. It's Roman, true. like Roman in the gloom. Uh, Simpsons. Yeah. Isn't he like pretty immortal? Yeah. So scotch and yoga. We can Same combination of scotch. Can, and yoga. I guess if that's not. I like monkey's shoulder. If if it's not a, a an established plot point in the Simpsons, we can. That's just. That's true now in our universe. In in the yes. In the Downey uh, verse, yes, it is. It is canon that Willie from The Simpsons, the only Scottish person it, I have ever known of, is Willie right. from. And Scotty, I guess, in Star Trek, but 
he, I don't know if he died, but I'm pretty sure he didn't. Yep. So there you go. How, also, sunscreen. Yeah, sunscreen's really important. That's like a real thing. It's like yeah. drink water, wear sunscreen, like wear eat your, sunscreen. Eat your vegetables. You and can drink drink cigarettes. as much scotch as you have to, which is a lot, as we've discussed. It's a lot of scotch. But this lady always, bought a handle of it. If you're going to do that, you can only eat vegetables. Yep. Scotch and vegetables. You've got your pooping schedule. would be so... <laughs> and with all the yoga, too. I mean, yoga really keeps those those bowels in check. Let me tell you. Yeah. Get so regular. I love yoga. In rea- like in all real reality, all uh, this is a bad thing to say because it doesn't make any sense. In all seriousness, there you go. I love yoga. I think it's fantastic. I think it's a great way to exercise. You see results. It's cool, and then it is really exciting to see all those old ladies in there, mm-hmm. especially the ones that absolutely put me and my poor body to shit. <laughs> there are some old ladies there that just kick my ass every week, and I applaud them. I applaud you, old ladies. That's yeah. another. That's another good tip: is to try and shame young people as much as you can. Oh, yeah. If I'm old and fit, you best believe I am going to put every young person I see to... I'll, I'm going to go in front of the Target and jump over those, like, balls in front of the Target. You know how people used to do that? No. To show off? There was, like, a post in front of Target, and you used to jump over it. Oh. You know the big post? I You're thinking Walmart. of Walmart. Walmart. Target big Target always post. has the big red balls in front of it. That's not a, That's yeah. not difficult to jump over. I guess for an old person it would be. Maybe the older you get, you're going to have to either upgrade or downgrade. Yeah. (laughs) Jumping is important to being old. Yeah. That's important. That's how you age gracefully. Yeah. You know, because that's what this is. How to age gracefully. Exactly. And there, some people, you know, do better than others just by genetics. But there there are steps you can take. You can practice your jumps day in and day out. Mm -hmm. And then you'll just be the coolest jumping old man or woman that the world has ever seen. And then also take care of your teeth. That's important. You don't want your teeth falling out of your head. It's an issue. So, yeah. All right. I think it's time for music. And then we'll come back. I think so, too. And we'll do a few more how-tos. Yeah. Okay. So, our musical guest this week is Circle of Reason with their song, Questions. So, please enjoy Questions by Circle of Reason.
thank you. That was Circle of Reason with their song, Questions. If you'd like to hear more from Circle of Reason, please, please, please go to the link provided in the description below. Thanks, guys. Yeah. What? Uh, what's up next, John? I I cannot see the list because I'm looking at your face and also recording. I've only, okay. got, I've only got two devices. <laughs> I guess I'm leading the parade this episode. <laughs> yes. Next up is how to find parking. This is, see, this, so this is very good. Because this is a problem that a lot of people have, especially if you live in a major metropolitan area. Oh, yes. My friends who have to park in Charleston complain about this constantly. Yes. Finding parking is, is a huge struggle. And it's it's one that I empathize with, so I'm I'm excited to to help out. What is what is your the the best way to find parking, Emily? Well, for me, I had more I... more Sprite coffee burps that had to come up. That's probably <laughs> That's very... so upsetting. <laughs> That's awful. All right, so how to find parking? Uh, follow a person. Can always yes. follow a person. Yeah. If you're at the grocery so, store, like, if you make yeah. the mistake of going to Wegmans on a Sunday, you, like, don't even bother trying to find an empty spot. Just wait by the front and then find a person that's coming out with their groceries and just follow them to their car. They get it. The They're also Wegmans. at Wegmans on a Sunday. They probably had to do the same thing. So they'll understand. Mm, yes. I always try to make a lot of eye contact. When it when in these situations, merging, finding, falling, coming to find parking. That's I funny because when I'm window. on the other end of it, like if I'm coming out of the Wegmans, I'm trying to make as little eye contact as possible. I know, but I'm that person trying to catch your eye. Yeah. You know, I'm looking out the window, like, hey, hey, stay, you you staying or going? Car right now? Hey, staying or going? Staying or going? Uh, always bring a buddy. Carpooling is important. Yes. That way you can go in and get your business started and then they can follow up having parked the car. Now I always like to convince my friends to drive cause I don't really enjoy driving very much. Also I'm just, I can admit I'm a big enough person to admit that I'm not very good at driving. So, you know, right. I, I have my friends do it. And so that's always good that I, that I do that. And then, yeah, just make lots of eye contact and convince that person to, to that you should be the one, Yeah, you know, it's you and no one else. And then you have that, like, parking lot dance you have to do with the other cars. But just play chicken. It's a game you gotta, of chicken. You gotta have your trigger finger ready on that on that blinker. Yeah, of course. And then it's a game of chicken. And just remember that they don't want their car to get all scratched up. But you don't have to care about But you car. don't give a shit. <laughs> you don't care. The trick to doing that and crossing the road. There's two, like, this is a trick I use for parking and crossing the road. Is to not care whether you live or die. <laughs> you have to abandon all of that. Leave it by the wayside. You don't need that. When that I, live or die thing, that's important in other places and ways. This is a true fact. Whenever I'm crossing the road, whenever I have a green light to cross the road in a crosswalk, I do not look both ways. I, I go full steam ahead and I'm thinking in my mind, that car might be going pretty fast, but I have student loans to pay. <laughs> yep. You just abandon all of the, that reason that you've been instilled with over the course of your life. That mortality that you know you have. A bit, you, don't, you're, you are immortal for the sake of this. Or, even better, you just don't care enough about your own life. Yep. 
that's the best way to do it. And you just go. Everyone else is going to break eventually. Yep. Because they care. But you don't care. All right. Now, when you're, you know, alone, a foreign city or something, then that care comes back and you start to, like, look around and be vigilant, what have you. But that skill does you no good in this situation. So you need to ignore it. That's my advice. Exactly. Anything else uh, with parking? The, well, okay. So say that there's no open spots. You can't find a person to make eye contact with. You what make you your own spot. That's what people do here in South Carolina. What? You well, just, they just park, park on up the on the sidewalk. Just yeah. park anywhere. <laughs> Literally, the world is your parking spot. That's <laughs> not even really a joke. Right. I believe it's also technically legal. <laughs> if you have an establishment that you invite people to come to to patronize and you have a lawn, don't even – don't curate that. Don't bother no, trying to get South that. Not in South Carolina. No. First of all, the grass does uh, not grow well here anyways. In and the secondly, city, though, you can't just park on the sidewalk because you're going to get a ticket or towed or both. Probably both. <laughs> yeah. So here's, just don't park in New York. Just keep stay in your car all the time. Live in your car question. in New York. You might. It's going to be cheaper. Here's my question. Is there any way that you can have somebody else's car towed? Yeah. Just call it in what, on a violation. What What kind of violation would warrant that, though? Well, you'd have to find a car committing a violation and then okay. park in their spot. Oh, my God. And then street sweeping days in Brooklyn were terrible. They were the worst. Right. Street sweeping was Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday at 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. It was it was horrendous. And you'd have to be there and you'd have to wait in your car. You'd have to be sitting in your car ready to go because then all the spots would get taken. It was horrible. That was the worst experience of my life. If you have a car in New York City, you're an idiot and sell it for the rent money because you really <laughs> you need the rent mar money more than you need the car. I promise you. I promise you don't need that car. That's the only reason I was able to get my own place in New York is because we sold our car. <laughs> See? Sell the car. Don't worry but about parking. I, I miss having a car so much. And my apartment you. is actually one of the better places to have a car in New York City because there's free parking. Like, it's on a major – I'm on a pretty major road in, in Brooklyn. But there's parking out in front until 4 to 7 p.m. on weekdays. Yeah, but that doesn't work for most people. Yeah, but I'm not most people. You're special. There's You're a like special boy. it's very it, like in comparison to other people's parking situations, that's very good. <laughs> like compared to your situation where you had to be parked on either side of the street depending on the time of day and there's uh, unless it's a holiday and then the times are different and then if it's if it's the third Tuesday of the month, then then you you have to drive out of the city and back in just for the sake of it. Yep. You have to change your name and your license is, plate numbers. This is very simple in comparison to a lot of other things. There's only yeah. three hours of the day, only some days of the week that I, that I'm not allowed to park out there. And I didn't realize that I just saw that no one was ever parked out there. So I thought that, and I didn't have a car, so I didn't bother to read the signs. So I just figured that there was no parking allowed. That's absolutely not true. That's not true. And I'm sad that I don't have a car for several reasons. Tragic. Anyway. Anyway. Buy a tow truck. That, oh, yeah. Buy a tow, tow truck. other people's cars. You're on a tangent here. And park your tow truck in their spot. Oh, my God. Buy a tow 
truck. And then park wherever the fuck you like. Buy, yep. Even better, buy an ambulance. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Make, make bank. Yep. Oh, you would make bank if you just decided to start transporting. Then you're just an ambulance driver. Then <laughs> you're just an ambulance driver. Or what what else Uber what else we got we did i think we did very well on okay, parking perfect how to fit in at bars now this one really excites me okay because i love when people look at me and they're like you know what she seems cool Not like, <laughs> you know what i feel like you belong here yeah so i had an experience the other day that was a little harrowing i went to something called the beaver bar oh and it's not a lesbian bar <laughs> did you did you assume that it was gonna be no i was that was just for the sake of our listeners okay that's good i know what the beaver bar is because it is renowned as sort of like a biker bar type situation and right. my friend really wanted to go to beaver bar right and we're okay. out it's kit my friend Jessica and me. And we're all hanging out. We are at a bar that we normally go to called Tito's. Really chill, cheap shots, pool table, the whole deal. But she goes, she's a local. She's like our local guide. Because we're, <laughs> having lived here for 10 years, we're, not, we're still not locals. Like, this is, it's a, it is an uphill battle in this town to be considered Well, because we haven't really, well, anyway, doesn't matter. But Kit has, you know, for three years at least. Right, He's yeah. still not in. You know, so working at the liquor store, I got sort of an accelerated course in this. But this was the situation. So we went into the Beaver Bar and there are white people, exclusively white people, Mm -hmm. shagging. This is not the British shagging. This is the American hillbilly shagging. I didn't assume there was one of those. uh, I just I, I just figured we didn't have that word. Yeah, no, shagging is a thing. It is a type of line dancing. Oh. Oh, yeah. I walked into this bar, and there were, like, people in cowboy boots and cowboy hats line dancing. There's a wedding party in there, but this is, like, a greasy spoon. Like, the bartender probably cleans the bar with, like, a rag that and spit and nothing else, you know? Right. But there's a wedding party there, line dancing, to a DJ. Like, oh. <laughs> very strange situation and kid and i walk into this bar with our friend jessica and we look over at her like you have been here before and she's like the beaver bar is great you know and I'm like, <laughs> i see like five rebel flags in here i am yeah. unha- i'm uncomfortable and unhappy so we get drinking we get dancing and we're just you know just messing around because everyone else is doing this weird line dancing thing that i've never seen or heard of and then Things get a little wild. There's like a little stage and this older gentleman starts going all out dancing like crazy. And then another man got up there with him and they start dancing together. And it was beautiful and lovely. It was a moment of freedom for the both of them. But it was also like semi homoerotic, but also at this hillbilly bar. I really, really want this to end with them just kissing long and romantically, and then the rebel flags on the walls fall down and underneath them are rainbow flags. And it really is the beaver bar, and it really is the lesbian bar. I always hoped it would be. No. 
If only that would have been beautiful. No, unfortunately, it is just a redneck bar. <laughs> like, and so what ends up happening when these two men get up there to dance together? Very like not you know, uh, very it was very casual you know. But Kit, right. not not being able to believe his eyes, this beautiful moment between two men is happening on the stage here at the the good old Beaver Bar that he decides to start recording this. What? Now, this is where we got into trouble. Oh, no. Because one of the men jumps off the stage and immediately starts berating Kit and threatening to oh, beat him up for filming him dancing with another man. And right. Kit, his response to this is like, it's okay, man. It's all good. You're you're so fun. Keep dancing with it. No one cares that you're dancing with it. Here, Kit gives him a big old hug <laughs> and a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> Oh my god. Tell him tells him that he is loved. Now that man did not enjoy that. Like I was no. trying to diffuse the situation. I'm getting in there. I'm dancing and singing to some hip hop song. Like, can't we all just get along? It was not good. And we did not end up fitting in well at that bar. But we did find yeah, it was we did not make a lot of friends that night. We went into this yeah. little Billy bar. So I would like to know how I could have done better. Probably not recording people well, in bars is big. Especially yeah, that's, biker. That's step one. Here's the thing bars. though. You got to find a bar that you want to fit in at. Yeah. This does not sound like one of those bars. No. This sounds like a bar that I would like to stay at least four miles away from at any given time. Yeah. The Beaver Bar is not a bar I will be fre- frequenting again. I, you know, I got Considering... like a Jack and Ginger and hung out. <laughs> the last <laughs> time I was in Polly's Island, I was at not like a, a weird niche bar. I was at a regular bar that you worked at and I almost got beat up. Yeah. I don't, I don't belong in South Carolina at all. There was, I don't know if I told that story on the podcast. It's not really a story that warrants telling, but there was a guy yeah, who was an old guy, tried, who was a drunken guy who approached Kit, our brother and I, and he started talking about how he started asking me if I was a Yankee. And I was like, this is not off to a good start. And then he, the thing he is that started never telling happens. us a story about how his family built this country, and I started laughing because that's a ridiculous thing to say. And he did not like that. That, that he didn't appreciate that, that whatsoever. So yeah, I don't belong in the South. I think really at all. No, it's it's the problem is we're just going. My bar was never like that. It was just that one guy that we desperately wanted to like a reason to uh, to kick them to kick that guy out because he was right. He was causing problems. But yeah, for the most part, you walk in a bar. You order your drink. You know what you want, first yes. of all. Yeah, that's Know important. what you want. You know what you drink. If you don't know what you drink, don't go to a bar, okay? Yeah, don't don't try to front. No. No, no bartender's going to really care. And if they do, get out of that bar. Who cares? They're, yeah. you're, you're there to give them money. If, if a bartender starts giving you shit for something you're ordering, leave. Don't be yeah. there. That's a stupid. No. Don't be there. They don't care. But know <laughs> what you want, you know? Yeah, definitely. Order what you want. Paying cash if possible or open a tab and sit there, enjoy your drink, and don't be an asshole. That's how you fit in in a bar. Yeah. And don't record right. people because they don't Don't like record people. I mean, that's a pretty good. Don't go to the beaver bar. <laughs> don't go to the beaver bar. And while bar. you're at it, just avoid it's not what you, North Merle's It's not what you think tower. it is. It's not what you want it to be. Don't go no. to the beaver bar. <laughs> you're just going to be disappointed and angry, you know? <laughs> All right. Next off, and the last one we'll do for this episode, is how to fight off a cold. Now, John, uh, I feel like you're more of an expert at this because I am 
amazingly healthy. I am just a pillar of uh, uh, sadness. I was going to say sanity, but I, that was because I was translating from Spanish for some reason in my brain. Um, Cleanliness? Very healthy person. Well, <laughs> I, I actually, believe it or thing. not, did you ever get sick while you were in New York? Uh, not that I recall. Everyone always says that when you move to New York, everyone usually gets really sick to start off, which makes sense. Oh, yeah. I think it's sick when I first to... moved there. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not There's used to riding the subway germs. or whatever, and and you you start taking the subway every year, you go. I mean, it's a dirty place. There's a lot of people there, a lot of germs in a lot of different places, and I did not get sick. I still have not been sick. I've I literally have not gotten sick since I moved here. You just sneeze and cough a lot, so I just assume. Well, right now just, like, I'm going through sick. allergies. I feel like allergies it's are coming always in right allergies, now. Allergies though, like. <laughs> In December, you were doing this, this coughing, sneezing thing. That is thing. not true. <laughs> okay. Now you're making up things. I don't know. I just feel like I am healthier than you as a person. Here's what you not do. Not right now. Mind over matter. Right. Right. Believe that you're healthy. That's what I do. You just live in a state of denial that you are sick <laughs> until, until you can't deny it any longer. The problem is... You have this like stage health in your life. At least I do where I like, I'm too busy right now. I can't afford to get sick. And then the second, (laughs) and then the second you get a weekend or a vacation, you just get annihilated with sickness. Like all of it piles up. Right. Because you, because you let your guard down. Yeah. It's bad. You can't let your guard down. Nope. Always keep those walls up. First of all, never let your guard down. That's how you find out the <laughs> You phys- never let your guard down. If you do let your guard down, those germs get into it. Get into it. Fight it with your mind powers. Just right. be like, no. Fight it with denial. Denial is your strongest weapon. All right? Agreed. It's the best tool in your toolbox. The second uh, one is sleep. <laughs> I think this is overrated. Maybe because I usually wake up, especially the last couple of days, which may or may not be allergies, but I've been waking up feeling like my nose is runny and I've got a little bit of a cough. I think mm-hmm. it's the sleep. It's too much sleep. Because it always happens right after I wake up. You're sleeping too much, man. So you're yep. allergic to the sleep is what you're saying. I might be allergic to sleep. So stay awake all the time. <clears throat> you see, you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. It's the sleep because I just woke up. You just, okay, I'm not going to touch that one because I've been up for <laughs> hours. But yeah. That's that that tracks. And then also, this is a real piece of advice. Eat healthy. Uh, lots of tea. Tea is great. Honey, Honey. ginger, lemon. All good things. If somebody tells you to to take something that has anything to do with homeopathy, punch them in the nose. Hit them very hard. (laughs) Yes. Be violent with that person. You're allowed to. First of all, they're probably not going to hit you back because they're probably a dirty hippie. And then also, right. they just deserve it. You know? They do. Homeopathic medicine isn't real, folks. I'm sorry. Sorry to burst your bubble there. Also, Alternative medicine. Emergency? Fuck emergency. And there was a <laughs> bar uh, when I lived in Brooklyn that uh, had an emergency breakfast cocktail. Oh, my God. It was vodka, emergency, and, like, club soda. What the fuck? Who would order that? I don't know. I thought it was called, like, The Cure or something. <laughs> it's like, you know, that might fix it. I'm not sure. 
but that it is, might. It's, it's worth a well, shot. Well, now it's the official cocktail of downtown, downtown Witch Hunt and Emily. Emergency what, vodka. This is what you've done to us. And club soda, the official cocktail of downtown with John and Emily. I thought we needed one. We talk I refuse about to alcohol drink that, enough. by the way. <laughs> I'll drink it. Why not? What could it possibly do? I don't like vodka. I don't and like also, vodka much, but the emergency emergency, really... emergency causes bubbles. It creates bubbles. Well, maybe it's so if you have club soda. soda. Maybe it's orange juice then. I don't know. Well, no, it, it may very well be. I'm just saying that's that's too many bubbles. Nah, bubbles are it's like nothing, where it's at. It's nothing but bubbles. Bubbles. All right. Anything else for how to fight off a cold, John? Uh, stay in your house. Don't don't ever leave your house. Never leave. Bubble boy yourself. Yeah. It's certainly a fact. There's people that walk around town here with uh, rubber gloves on, but they're probably, you know, elderly and immunocompromised. So. Yeah. If you have to leave your house, always wear rubber gloves and always wear those mask. masks that Chinese mm-hmm. people wear. Absolutely. And don't trust emergency because I don't think it actually works. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I think it. we did it. That's how you fight off a cold. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We have many people to thank. First of all, we'd like to thank Circle of Reason with their song, Questions. If you'd like to hear more from Circle of Reason, please go to the link we provide in the description below. We'd also like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. If you want to hear more from Ethan, you can go to ethangustafson.com. We'd also like to thank Natalie Spitzel for the use of her art as our cover art, as our as our iTunes artwork, our artwork in general. If you want to see more work from Natalie, you can go to nataliespitzel.com and both her link and Ethan's link are on our website. Downtime with John and Emily is sponsored by Audible.com. If you'd like a free 30-day trial to Audible and everything it has on offer, please go to audibletrial.com slash downtime and get a free 30 days. That's audibletrial.com slash downtime. If you would like to support our show in in uh, a monetary way, we would very, very much appreciate it. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash downtime. Uh, we highly recommend it. There's, we've got some some bonus material that that we will that we were are offering for donors, I guess. Uh, patrons. Patrons. If they are called Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, if you if you want to submit a, a how to idea, or if you've got some music that you know of or that you have yourself, please send us your how-to submissions and your music to downtimesubs at gmail.com. As you can see, if you if you have some doubts about your how-to idea, you had an idea, you thought you might want to send it in, but you didn't think it would be very good, send it in anyway because we, we do want to do some more of these sort of pulpery episodes. So we, it might not be an idea that is good enough for a full episode by itself, but it might very well make it into one of our potpourri episodes so please send in whatever submissions you have we'd be we'll we'll be happy to to work with them yeah all right thank you so much for listening i'm emily downey i'm john downey al roker i will fight you